21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. So what, what advice would you give uh, to someone uh, who is just starting out in trading? Well, number one, there's a lot of snake oil out there. It seems like, you know, with, you know, the inflation in the U.S. is is the highest it's highest it's been in 41 years. There are people that are coming out of the woodwork to try and teach people how to do things, how to make money, and they think it's a get rich quick. It's not. It is not. And, and, and the number one thing that I that I tell all new people that ask me that question is whatever someone is showing you. If they say, hey, I've got this great indicator and when it happens, the market does this or does that, make sure that you can verify that with your own eyes first. Before you invest any money, because there's too many people out there that are selling the same old regurgitated information that's been around for 30 years they just repackage it they put a nice little bow on it and they call it their own and they think it's the magic formula and it's not this is not a get rich quick business by any stretch of the imagination it's actually um, 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 difficult but the, the difficulty lies in the emotional side of this because the, the actual rules are pretty simple. You know, three, we have three key rules that we follow. We need to see our oscillators in, in either a buy zone or a sell zone. We need to see a couple of patterns. We need to see one of our proprietary indicators confirm that it's a, uh, uh, that it's a legitimate trade. Other than that, it's pretty simple, but it's the emotional tug of war. I call it mental ping pong. It's the the emotional tug of war that people go through. It's the should I get should I get in? Should I take the trade or shouldn't I take the trade? And they're afraid. And the reason they're afraid is because they haven't seen what they're doing work enough to give them the confidence to take action. So again, I'm going to back back up a little bit here and say the number one thing is make sure that you can see on your chart that that what that person that's trying to sell you something uh, is telling you actually works and you can verify it. That's key. How can I verify? There is every chart, every chart. And by the way, I'm sitting in front of my trading computer right now. I sit in front of a big, I, I'm looking at Apple, Facebook, NVIDIA, the spies. I look at all of this. So I, I, I like to say that I practice what I teach. Okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just selling uh, this method. This is something that I've been doing for 24 years. And it's, and it's an, uh, um, a repeatable method. So that, you know, I can teach you how to do this, Martin, put you in this seat. And within a short period of time, you know, 30 to 60 days, theoretically, you can execute the same way I do. And that to me is incredibly important because you, you don't want a lot of your trading successes to be based on your, you know, unique ability to see something that no one else can. 
we have this very, very simple approach and it's software that I developed over the years. And um, all of my students use it. It's called Triple Sync Logic Software. And, and what it does, the, what's unique about it is that it allows us to see what the smart money is doing. The smart money are the professional traders. And during the day, the professional traders will change the price direction of a stock many, many times. And they're doing this to try and fake out all the people that really don't have a solid plan. So if you can see what they're doing and you can get in right before they change the price direction, you know, you can do very well. It's the old, I, I equate it to people say, hey, you want to you wanna become a millionaire? Watch a millionaire. You know, what, I, I read this recently where if you hang around five millionaires, you'll be the sixth. You know, just like if you if you hang around five bums, you'll be the, the sixth bum. You know, be careful who you hang around with. And and trading is 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 no different. You just want to be, uh, um, you want to follow someone that has done it, knows how to do it, and can teach you how to do it without it being complicated. And we don't have any complicated strategies here. I don't believe in those. And the truth is, I couldn't even put on a complicated option strategy if if you know if there was a gun to my head. I don't know how to do them. I was taught many many years ago by a guy that said, "Do you want to learn to become an expert?" in options or do you want to learn how to make money trading options and i said i want to make money i don't really care about being an expert <laughs> you can call me you can call me whatever you want as i'm driving to the bank i don't care you know i want to learn how to how to profit from this so uh that's pretty much how how, how we do things here at uh, the wealth builders institute so it's not just about luck it's some kind of logic and I need to invest 30 to 60 days to actually start uh, feel that logic to start to to have it make sense and to to kind of jump off the screen to make sense. Uh -huh, okay. You know, when you first look at charts, and I went through the same thing when I I sat there with my mentor. I like I, I like to refer to him as my seven figure mentor because he was making a ton of money by himself at his house with no. Uh, basically no contact with the outside world. And, and um, so I, it's like, you know, Hey, this guy's doing it. And, and so I wanted, I wanted that lifestyle. I wanted to be able to do that. So I, I did everything he said, you know, I sat there and I used to fly out to his house every two weeks. And I did that for about five months. And so my commitment was, was there, but, you know, back to the software, everyone that looks at charts is, is looking at some sort of chart charting platform. We use TradeStation. There's a, there's a handful of them out there, and they plot the actual price bars and the indicators. And once they're on there, I can show you, you know, very quickly how everything works. And and the final thing I'll say about this is, when you start to to learn how to do this, there's no reason why you should risk any money. That you shouldn't lose a nickel when you're learning how to trade. And you can trade by writing down your your trades on paper. And, and proving to yourself that you get it down, that you understand it. And then you you get in with one contract, you know, a $300 investment with a $15 risk so that you have real money in the, in the in, you know, they call it skin in the game. You know, you have a little bit of money in the trade. But what that does is it triggers all the emotions that you will experience when you're trading more money. And it's just a good way to condition yourself to practice. The way that I teach this is uh, I tell everybody you have to have at least two hours, preferably three during the day, and it's in the morning.
you know, the opening bell, I'm going to, I live in Las Vegas and, you know, Pacific time zone, but, um, you know, the New York stock exchange, obviously on the East coast and the, and the, and the hours are nine 30 to four Eastern. Uh, so realistically you need to be available for the first, what I call the morning session, nine 30 to 12, you know, Eastern time. It's ideal for someone that lives in the Pacific time zone because it's 6.30 to 9 and you can be done and have the rest of your day to do whatever you want. But in the beginning, you'll probably spend more time once you get it down. You know, it's like anything else you're learning. I actually talked to a student yesterday. We did a, a video chat like this and um, he's doing incredibly well. I mean, incredibly well. What does it mean in your world? incredibly well is the two figure up down or he's he's making right now he is graduating from making three to four thousand a day to eight to ten thousand a day he has a very uh disciplined approach he's you have to have discipline in this business you have to if you don't have discipline you'll lose your money there's there's no two ways about it And, um, you know, trading educators love to make it sound really, really easy and enticing and exciting and all that. Uh, it isn't. You know, it's funny you use the word boring because my mentor said, he said, you know, when you get really good at this, he says, you're going to find out that it's boring. And, and and when he said that, I didn't believe him. I, I kind of looked at him and went, eh, I don't think so. You know, I like making money and this is exciting. And he was right because when you become really, really good at something, you have, uh, you know what to expect. You can see, I like to describe it as, I've, I know what, I know how the movie's going to end. You know, you can see the outcome. And so every time I get into a trade, I expect to make money. I don't get into trades and, and you know, I, I, I call it white knuckle trading. You know, there are a lot of people that experience that. They get into a trade and they clench their fists and they, you know, they're, they're sweating and they're sitting there fidgeting and they're, they're nervous. They're nervous because they don't have something that's dependable. And that's the only reason. That's actually, I shouldn't say that. There's two reasons. They don't have something dependable and they don't have a handle on their emotions. Um, but my long-winded answer here about time is you really need that morning session about two and a half hours during the day. And people say, well, I work in the morning and I can do it in the afternoon. I recommend they don't do it because the afternoon gets a little bit dicey. You know, people are trying to get out of their positions and it just, it's not as, uh, predictable as the, as the morning session. What other, let's say, personality traits and maybe behavioral patterns, maybe daily routines do we need to actually succeed? I call them the three Ds, desire, dedication, discipline. You have to have those. You know, obviously the, the desire, if you don't have any des desire, to, to do this, then this don't even start. You know, it's it's the the it's almost like you know I, I use analogies a lot in my teaching, and I talk a lot about um, diet and exercise and how it correlates to trading. And you might think, what well, you know, what is this guy talking about? Well, so many people over the weekend, uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose the extra the weight. You know, I'm gonna start Monday. And then Monday rolls around and they're looking at the, the donut shop with their coffee and they're like, well, maybe I'll start tomorrow. You know, they really don't have that 
that discipline, that that desire to 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 make it happen. And um, you know, to to be successful in this business, this is an incredibly repetitive business, where you learn. We teach four patterns, and I won't bore you with the details of those, but um, you know, we need to see two of our four patterns appear before we will get into a trade. If we don't see that, we sit on our hands. We don't do anything. And and I and this phrase that I I, I started saying years ago is we get paid for being patient. So you might sit here and, you know, in front of your trading computer, you might sit here for 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and 15 minutes and do nothing. You know, you never click the mouse and you're just sitting here watching. And, and, and that's actually good because not trading is a trading decision. You know, if, if, if your indicators don't line up to tell you that it's safe to, you know, jump in the water, then don't do it. And, and so many people treat this like it's um, like it's a video game or entertainment. So if you have that or worse, gambling, if they you know, if they look at it like that, then you shouldn't. You, you know, I strongly suggest you avoid it. Um, but it is it is like I said, it's a repetitive business. And once you get it down, you're very, you're calm, you're comfortable. And and um, it does take a little bit. You know, there there obviously is a learning curve, you know, to accomplish that. But anybody can do it. Any other red flags? Uh, uh, not to not to go into into specific direction or to go with a specific mentor or methodology. You know, I'm I'm gonna just kind of come back to what I just said about if you don't have self control and discipline, then you you shouldn't do it. So that's the basics. It really is. It really is. You know, a lot of people uh, they know no moderation. <laughs> and and if you are one of those people, then this is probably not a good fit. And about desires, uh, what are your desires today? And, and, and maybe if you can share a few desires 20 years ago, what was the transformation between desires back then and now? Sure. You know, year, I'll even go back uh, uh, farther. And that is that, uh, you know, when I was a kid, my mother said to me, you know, what do you basically, what do you want out of life? And, and I thought about it for a minute and I said, to be content. Mm. And she kind of looked at me and said, boy, that's an odd answer from a kid. And I said, you know, we all, we all have things that we're concerned about. We worry about, we're you know, happy about and all that. And if you can live in a, in a, in a world where you have very little worry you're you're happy with where you are at that time, then to me that's worth a, a lot of money. And you know, people talk about about trading and making a lot of money, and what they're really saying, what I really hear, and and, and you know, my journey throughout this business is that money buys the freedom. I'm after the freedom more than anything. You know, you you can't take that money and 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 um, you know buy an ex. Well, that's not not. I mean. You, you, you money is a vehicle to get you somewhere that's all it is you cannot trade money for freedom let's say right maybe right and and um you know it's you know the 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 artist uh, prince uh he 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 said something a long time ago i thought it was funny he said money won't buy you happiness but it will it will pay for the journey ah nice one and, <laughs> and, and yeah i thought it was i thought it was great and i've never looked at money as um 
like the be all end all. I've always looked at it like those bills are going to get me that, or they're going to get me this experience. And I'll tell you a quick story. I have, I'm, I'm, I'm 58 years old this month and I have a 13 year old son. And, and uh, we went somewhere a couple of weekends ago and he, he immediately, you know, pulled out his phone in the car and I said, Hey, turn that off. You, you, you need to look around here and see what this is all about. And I said, I'm going to tell you something, kid. I said, you are fortunate that, that, that you can have anything you want. You know, the money is there. And I said, but in, I said, you also have the benefit of an old dad. And I will tell you that what is, what I've learned is most important going through life are having memories. And, and, and that's, to me, it's the freedom you want to, Hey, I want to see what Croatia's like. Well, jump on an airplane and go see it. You know, if you don't have the money to buy the ticket, you can't go see it and create that memory. So it's, you know, everything to me is, is it's almost like a chess game. Okay. I want to get over there. I want to see the grand Canyon or something. Okay. Well, you can drive there and spend 40 bucks. Well today, 80 bucks in gas or whatever it is and, and uh, go see it. But then you can go to a country like yours. You can go all over the world if you want. And, you know, which it's, it obviously costs a lot more money. And but it creates those memories that, that you know, last forever. I sound like a, a what do you call those guys? The, the self-help guys right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to, but it's just the way that I look at things. I don't really care about money. I care what I can do with it, what I can, you know, the experiences that I can literally buy with it. That's what's important. You know, if you're a rich jerk, you are probably a poor jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what what I've, my experience is, is I, I like, uh, I'm a generous guy. You know, I like to pick up the tab all the time. You know, I don't, you know, dinners, you know, whatever the amount, I don't care. I just like being able to do that. It's like, it it gives you a a, a good feeling, you know, um, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that, you know. I, I wouldn't worry about uh, money changing you. People say it all the time, and I've I've said it a hundred times. Oh, money changes people. Um, like I said, I think it just amplifies your personality. You know, if you're a nice guy in, to begin with, you're just going to be nicer. You're you're going to be that nice guy with money, which t generally translates into you know being generous. But I don't think it's an issue. Let's go back to your transformation. So uh, part of it was uh, to be content. Any any other transformation that was going on on that on that journey uh, regarding your personality, regarding your mindset. I have a, I have a big one, and and that is in in two thousand, I had been trading for a couple of years, and I came out of the gate. You know, in other words, I started trading right when I started trading. I started meeting with a lot of success and um, I didn't have any fear. There are two emotions in trading, fear and greed. Now, I had a little bit of the greed, but I had none of the fear. You know, my my mentor said, you know, this is a trade and I would see it. Like, well, that's a trade. I'd get in where I said earlier, well, people, people, people will hesitate and, and second guess and then they'll miss the trade. I've never been that way. It's always there. It is. Get in. Let's go. 
come on, come on. Where, where's my paycheck? Where is it? You know, and and, um, and I got really aggressive with my trading and I started to ignore some of the basics. As a matter of fact, the number one basic rule, I ignored it and it cost me dearly. I, I um, during the week of the dot-com bubble bursting, that Monday, I lost $87,000. And uh, I, I called up a friend of mine and said, hey, let's go have dinner. And I went and picked him up. And, and he had a construction business in, in uh, Boston, where I grew up. And he said, um, he goes, hey, how'd your trading go today? And I was driving. And I just looked at him. I said, I lost $87,000 today. <laughs> and he went, what? Sorry, and that was a lot for you back then? Yeah. I mean, back then, it was um, about about uh, three weeks income. Oh, okay. Then, then that, that's a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. And, and, um, and I just shrugged it off. I just went, ah, I'll, get, I'll get it back tomorrow or the next day or the, whatever it is. That's how, that was the level of my confidence. But what I didn't realize was I was still not following this key rule and I kept doing it. And by the end of that week, I lost $400,000. That really, really hurt. But it, it, it affected me psychologically more than anything. You know, a lot of things in life, if you believe you can do it, you can do it. What I, I don't know, I think it was Henry Ford that says, if you, if you believe you can, you're right. And if you believe you can't, you're right. Something like that. And, and um, so it, it, it hurt me. Um, but, you know, you asked about transformation. It made me realize that as good as I was at, that, at this job, you know, as, as a trader, I still needed to uh, take stock in myself, no pun intended, you know, and and um, realize that I'm susceptible to getting beaten up just like everybody else when they don't follow the rules. And the market doesn't owe you anything just because you're in it. And, uh, you know, you're competing with my mentor said when I first met him, he said, understand the business you're getting involved with. And that is you're going to be swimming with a whole bunch of sharks where most people don't ha have any idea how to get away from them. He said, we know how to follow them, which I thought was great. And he had another another line that just popped into my head. He said, when we get into the trade, he said, we're the pilot fish on the whale's back. So we're going to go we're going to ride this giant animal for a while, but then we're, we're going to get off before it can hurt us. And, and um, so the transformation from, from, you know, making lots of money to losing lots of money and clawing back, you know, to get my confidence back and to be able to pr perform the way that I was, you know, prior to that loss, um, that took a lot of mental, um, you know, in, in what, what is it? Uh, Introspecting, <laughs> yeah, it was it was wasn't easy. So that yeah. was that was a big deal for me that that transformation, and it took me a long time, about a year and a half, to really regain my confidence. A year and a half, yeah, that's a long time, you know, to to sit around and. But my my attitude towards things, at the time, she was my girlfriend. She's my wife now, but uh, um, at the time, she's like. Why don't you go get a job? Why don't you go? And I said, no. Oh, I, that was I, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've always been an entrepreneur. And I thought, no, I'm going to, like, I'm going to crack this code. I will. And it wasn't so much that the charts, it was cracking the code, you know, here for me, you know, what, what makes sense. And I realized, boy, if you keep it simple and don't let these outside complicated things interfere, you can make progress. 
So just keep it simple. And and I did, and I, you know, slowly but surely came back. But that was a big transformation for me. Having gotten, you know, knocked off the horse, I had to get back on. I suppose uh, all of that needs time and years to learn. But what what are a few basic things to start with? Well, you know, we've all heard that that, that uh, practice makes perfect, right, in anything. And I've always said, that's only half right. And I learned this from a, from a guy many years ago. And, and he said, perfect practice makes perfect because you can get really good at doing something the wrong way. And, you know, obviously that's what we want to, we want to avoid that. And when it comes to trading, you, you want to make sure that you are doing things the right way. And if you, you know, this, this sounds like an obvious statement. And if you're not, you, you have to have the ability to stop yourself. You know, it's, it's like the, the, the world famous Las Vegas strip is about 20 minutes that way. And I can go down there right now and I can see hundreds of people, thousands of people sitting at the tables with a new system that they, that they came up with, you know, at home and they flew here to try it out. You know, or worse, they have it, you know, I see this all the time where the, the couple standing there and, and, and she'll say, I don't want to go gamble. I want to go over to the store and he'll say, okay, I'm going to go sit down at the table and she'll say, all right, well, 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 don't lose more than $500. And he says, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. I won't. Now. So what do you think is going to happen? The guy's going to sit there at that table until he loses that 500 bucks because the odds of him turning it into 5,000 are slim to none. So it's like, I, and I hear, I've heard that many times and I kind of chuckle and, and think, you're better off just walking around and seeing the, the sites and keeping the 500 in your pocket because the odds of you make turning that into something are very, very slim. Uh, but they're, they're, they're going after this dream. You know, they have this idea that it's going to somehow uh, turn into this, that they're going to be on the news that night having pulled the lever and made a million dollars, you know. Uh, you know, I think people get too wrapped up in, in, in the, uh, the perceived dream as opposed to the realistic journey. And, and, uh, and if you just map it out, you know, again, I mean, I, I barely made it through high school. I never went to college. Um, I've always been able to see things in a common sense way. And, and I've been able to see things where, it's like, hey, I can do that, and I can, and I figured out a better way of doing it, or, or I can build that business and and do it better than the other guy, or I can trade, and and I will have the focus and the discipline to make sure that I don't go off the rails. You know, I like to describe it as if you're someone that likes to color outside the lines, don't do this. You know, if you, if you can control yourself, uh, and I've already said this a few times, I know, uh, but it's an important. Uh, uh, personality trait to have in any profession. You have to be focused. And uh, too many people, they, they let outside influences come in and, and derail them, which, you know, we're human. I get it. But you have to, you know, get back and, and make and, and realize that it's the basics that get you somewhere. 
by the way uh why are you in las vegas i mean you can you can live in any parts of the world las vegas is it is it isn't it a, a desert is i mean <laughs> why so so you, you you told me that 20 minutes it uh, you can go right why las vegas okay i'll tell you the story i i grew up in the boston area i was born in the midwest moved to boston when i was 14 which is why i don't have the accent um and then my my wife and i moved to Washington state to invest in real estate because I wanted to be in this time zone, you know, because my day ended at the latest about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And I had the rest of the day and, uh, I, I can't sit still, you know, I want to, I like being productive and, and, um, and I had a friend there and, and, uh, I won't bore you with the story, but we moved out there for the opportunity to start buying a whole bunch of houses and renovating them and selling them. Uh, well, the deal fell apart. I like to describe it as, as we were driving through Montana, the deal fell apart. So when we got there, it didn't work. So we were there for two years. My wife is from Mexico and, um, and, it, and where we lived in, in Washington, I describe it as it's either, and the people from Washington won't like this, but sorry, I live there. I know it's true. <laughs> it's either gray, drizzling or raining. And, and, you know, I like the sunshine. My wife grew up in the, you know, Sonoran desert in Mexico, sun shining all the time. And one day we're sitting at dinner and I looked at her and she wasn't happy. My wife's beautiful, smiling all the time. And she had a, you know, sad face. I said, what's, what's wrong? And she said, I don't like, and she never complains about anything. She said, I don't like it here. And I remember I put my fork down and I said, I don't either. I said, let's get out of here. And we didn't have uh, our son at the time. And I said, I have an idea. Let's move somewhere where we'd like to vacation. So when I'm not trading, I'm not working, we're at that spot. So three days later, we flew to Mexico to this little beach town called San Carlos, right on the Sea of Cortez. Flew down there, checked it out. I looked at her. I said, we're moving here. And we went, flew back to Washington. I sold our house in two days, got rid of stuff, packed, bought a trailer, packed everything and moved to Mexico. So we lived in Mexico for four years. Um, that addresses that I can live anywhere. Uh, uh, part of your question, um, because people talk about that all the time. Oh, I'd love to live on the beach or retire there. Well, we didn't have kids. So I'm like, well, let's go. And I had the ability to, to be self-sustaining as a, as a trader. And um, this was 2006. We lived, lived there from 2006 to 2010. Our son was born in 2009. And every, all the economy went way down here in the U.S., real estate prices dropped and all that. And I didn't want to raise my son in Mexico. So I said, you know, we need to move back here. And I said, I'm not moving to where it snows anymore. I'm not doing that. It's too cold. Uh, I'm not a fan of California and, you know, the taxes and everything. And, you know, we just looked at a map and my uncle lived here. And I said, oh, I'll go up there and check it out. And the, re the main reason we moved here is I thought, well, I'm going to get into teaching people how to trade. And this is Convention Center USA. You know, this is a great place to do this. And at the time, in two, at you know, 2010, property values here were the cheapest in the country. I mean, you the the the, the uh, recession, all that. You know, the, the houses were dirt cheap. So we moved here, and um, we've been here since 2010. I can't believe it. Um, and we keep talking about, you know, do you want to go somewhere else? But now our son, who is 13, is in a great school. I want him to finish. He's got four more years. And I figured, well, we'll be here for four more years and, 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 you know, then we'll go somewhere. Um, but we're, we're building a new house right now. Uh, just, just started doing that and, um, basically committed to staying here for another four years, but who knows where we'll go. But I also like it here. 
you know, you can fly in and out of here very quickly. There are, you know, a million people visit this city every week. So there's lots and lots of flights. Uh, there's lots and lots of entertainment. Um, you know, I, I go back to to Boston to see family every once in a while, and I'm amazed at how, you know, there's no neon lights. There's no, <laughs> there's no, it's like everything shuts down at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, I, all I wanted to do was go get a cheeseburger somewhere and and I can't. You know, this is a 24-hour city, and I just got used to it. I just like the excitement of it here. Um, the heat, you know, it's it's hot. You know, I've seen 114, 115 degree days, which is off the charts, but it, they don't happen that often. Uh, but it's a great place to to, to be. It's almost a, a like a home base. You know, to, if you want to travel the anywhere in the world, this is a good place because there are always flights leaving here. So we like it. you want to learn how to trade and do it in a in a methodical way step by step where we literally have etched in stone rules for you to follow so that theoretically you'll get the same results as every other student that we teach you can find out more about this at wealthbuildersinstitute.com or tradewithtodd.com and we'll take care of you. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.